Well, if you're anything like me, you've come today into this service, into this sanctuary, carrying a lot. You're perhaps carrying memories of where you were 10 years ago or memories of those you knew who were in New York or the D.C. area wondering, are they okay? People maybe who worked in the the towers themselves. You've brought a lot into this space of grief, I think, some anxiety, some wondering how we know what the last 10 years have been like, what might the next 10 years bring. We've brought those hopes and some of that worry and that grief into this place. And you've, many of you have brought your children into this space. So I particularly want to acknowledge and welcome the kids who are with us today. This is a generation that will help take the church into a new era and will help take this city and our country in a new direction as they learn from the mistakes we've made in the past. So I welcome the kids. And kids, I know you come with all sorts of stuff. You come with excitement about the church school beginning and who is going to be in your classes and how will that be. And those of you in school bring maybe some worries or anxiety about what kind of teachers you have and the kids in the classrooms and all that stuff. So all of that and so much more that I can't even name is here. So I also brought something. Oh, shoot. So I did, I did bring something. I brought, um, I'm not seeing it, though. Let me step back over this river. Um, so here's what I brought. Let me tell you what I brought, and maybe you guys have seen it. So what I brought was a magic box. It's about this big, and there's some really important things that I brought that I wanted to share with you all. Anybody seen a magic box like that? No. Where did I put it? Oh, did I, did I leave it back there, Ralph? Let's go. Okay, we're, I'll be right back. I'm going to go get my magic box. <laughs> Just where I left it. <laughs> Thank you, Ruth, for holding the door. Ralph, thanks for helping me with the stand. So this is the magic box. I just forgot for a second where I put it. This is the magic box I brought with me this morning. And inside of here, well, before I I open it, (laughs) let me just say that there are some really important things in here. And when kids, when you're in the service throughout this year, when we're together as families and all sorts of different configurations of families in this space, you might see this box again. So I brought some very important things. What do you think... Do any of the kids just want to take a guess on what one of the things might be? You can just shout it out. A bunny. I got that at 9.32. No bunnies. <laughs> but, but you've given me ideas for future magic boxes. Any other guesses of what might be in here? Water. Water. We are in mind meld sync up here. Indeed. Indeed. I'm going to step back over the river. This is water. It's from my home. There's a, there's a story about the water, but that's not relevant to what I want to share with you, which is just some reflections on water. Can everybody see this? This is just a glass full of water. It's really, it's nourishing. It's quenched my thirst. The thing about water is every culture, every people throughout time, has had stories about water, about wells and encounters that happened at wells, about too much water and flooding and what that did, or not enough water. Water connects 
us to one another. Water doesn't care what color you are, what gender you are, what you look like. You need water to live. It nourishes and sustains our lives. Water is a powerful symbol. As some of you know, the the World Trade Center, the memorial they're, they're building there is these two deep, deep reflecting pools with water that cascades down into them, an evocative, powerful place to remember and move forward in new ways. The other thing about water, our bodies, 55 to 75% water. Our blood is about 90% water. So here's what that means, right? I'm essentially, we are all of us essentially a walking kind of bag of water. Right? Each of us, 60 to 70%, 75% water. And here's the really amazing thing that this body, this bag of water can do, right? It can build an airplane. It could fly an airplane. It could build a tower. It could reach out to someone who's been hurt, who needs help. It could offer a comforting word. It can, these, these water bags can play music, and they can dance, and they can sing. These water bags can do amazing things, and they can do some harmful things, as we know. But water, water is what connects all of us. So I lift that up as a reminder. Now, there's a few other things in the magic box. And I'm wondering if anybody wants to take a guess on what else might be in the magic box. More water. Is that, is that what I heard? No, just... Just the one water. A hammer, not a hammer, but let me, let me just tell you since this could take a while. <laughs> so what I brought is this is free-flowing iodized salt. And salt by itself is not a very helpful uh, prop. But what I'm going to do here is I have two things that relate to salt. And I want to open this water jar up here. And add some salt here. You can see me adding some salt, a goodly amount. And I'm going to shake this up. Just kind of dilute the salt a little bit here. There we go. And now what I have, hmm, that's, that's actually more salty than it was earlier when I did this. Uh, <laughs> So there's two things, though, that I want to say about salt water that relate to us as a faith community, two things that are really important for us to be reminded of, and if you're here for the first time, for you to hear and know. This is a faith community where we invite the whole person to come into this place, to bring your joys and your successes and your highlights of of your life, but also to know that each of us walks at time in a season of grief, in a time of despair, in a time when there are tears that are present in our life. And we are a better, stronger faith community when we bring all of that to this space. We invite each other to be whole human beings, recognizing the range, the despair, and the hope that is a part of our lives. So the water, the salt water, symbolizes the tears that I invite you to bring to this space in a small group, whatever it might be. They are welcome here. We are the crying church, I would say. And that is, that is a powerful good thing. The other reason I added salt to this water, what other really, really big thing is really salty in the world? 
Oceans. Yeah, a bunch of you guys are saying oceans. So here's, here's the big salty oceans. Two years ago, almost two years ago to the day, I preached a sermon uh, to many of you, and I read this poem. I, I shared this poem about a father and his young daughter learning to swim in the ocean. And the image from that poem was the father telling the daughter to trust, to, to lay back, to spread her arms wide and to lay, lean back into the ocean and that she would be held by the water to take a deep breath and to lean back and trust that the ocean would hold her. And what I said was this congregation in so many ways can be that ocean. When we are at the end of our rope, when we are exhausted, when we don't know where to turn or what to do next, we can come into this space, this ocean, and through the worship service or small groups, whatever it is, find that space to let go, to trust, to lean back and be held by one another. So the salt water represents the ocean. The other thing I said two years ago when I preached this sermon is I said, sometimes we come to church needing the ocean, needing to just say, I cannot do this on my own, and trusting that people will hold us. We need that. And then we also come because whether you know it or not, your being here makes you a part of this ocean. Your being here matters. Your being here Sunday after Sunday, part of this practicing faith community, matters. The ocean. Sometimes we need it. Sometimes we are the ocean. Now, there's one last thing in the magic box. Anybody want to guess what this last thing is? Just shout it out. Whoa. I think I, I, think I heard sharks. I think I, <laughs> I'm not, That would be amazing if there was a shark in here and I just pulled out a shark and said, now that we're talking about the ocean, check out the shark. Um, <laughs> so it's actually, I don't think anyone said it, it's a journal. This is, this is a journal. And it says on the front, it says Hope Journal, First Universalist Church. There are, there are five more of these journals in this box right here. And we had five at the first service. So that's a total of ten. And the idea is we know what the last ten years has been in the nation's history. It has been wars and economic upheaval and anti-Muslim sentiment and, and real heartbreak in many, many ways. So we have 10 of these journals that we are going, hope journals, that we are going to give out to you in just a few minutes. Five of you are going to leave here with a journal. And the instructions are really pretty simple. Spend some time thinking about the story of hope, of possibility, what you're dreaming the next 10 years might look like. If you have kids, sit down and color with them or draw with them. If you want to add a poem, add a poem. If you want to put a picture in here, put a picture in here. And when you're done... Pass the hope journal on to someone else in the congregation. It could even be in the community, in the Twin Cities community. And 11 months from now, in August, the instructions on this page right here. And by the way, we'll have a photo of this and talking more about this on, the, on my blog and on the church website. It says, return the journals to the church. Because we want to see what stories from this community have emerged. And we want to put together some sermons from those Story so that we begin to live into that future of what the next 10 years might look like. Hope 
journal. So I'm thinking about my people up in the balcony, and there's a family over here with a couple of little kids. You guys, yeah. So if the kids, or you want to come down with them to the bottom of the stairs, you're the random people I've selected up there. And then four others are going to get journals. And take, take this seriously. This, this could be an amazing, powerful thing that we do together, that you really sit and craft a new story of what we're going to do as a faith community, how hope and gratitude and forgiveness and reconciliation will live in the next 10 years. So let me get these out to you right now. And if those kids want to come down, we'll, we'll hook them up. So there's five of these. This is a somewhat random process. There's one for you. And let's see here. Why don't we uh, shoot this down? Six people. Six people down that way. That's pretty random, isn't it? <laughs> All right. Shoot that three people down that way. And where, where are my folks from the balcony? Are they, are they coming down? Are those kids coming down? That family? Come down, balcony family. All right, let's just park this one right here. Oh, there you are. Wonderful. Hey, guys, over here. I know it's hard, but my voice sounded like it's everywhere. Here's this hope journal. And I want you guys to take it and with your family, maybe draw some pictures or some ideas, things that you hope will happen, good things, in the next 10 years. And then pass it on to another family or people in the church, okay? Thanks. Hey, you're welcome. I want to come back really briefly to water as we wrap up this homily, and that is to remind all of you that water always has a story. It's ice, it's rain, it's a river, it's the pounding surf, it's the gentle mist in the morning, and each of you here has a story. Water always has a story, where it's been, what it's doing. Each of you here has a story. Some of those stories will be captured in our hope journals. Some of those stories will be shared in our small group ministries as you go deep with other human beings and heal your own spirit and heal the spirits of others. Each of us here has a story. It is good to be back together. It is good to be with you on Homecoming Sunday, Water Communion Sunday, you precious drops of water in this great big ocean. Welcome home. Welcome back. Amen.